The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Hello and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. So we're here to do our Who You Got Go Home episode for TakeOver, which is happening on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So <laughs> this, this Sunday, it will be uh cast takeover as the hashtag so please continue to use that hashtag on sunday to share your commentary with color with us on everything that happens as far as uh in your house goes so we'll get right into it the card is first and foremost our singles match mercedes martinez versus zia lee so miss simmy who you got oh no Gonna go with Zia Lee Z- only because of the supernatural shenanigans. <laughs> now I have a question. Uh-huh. I'm confused. Maybe you can enlighten me. Uh-huh. Is Tian Shaw the name of the entire collective of Boa, Zia Lee, and the Mystery Woman, or is Tian Shaw the name of the Mystery Woman? Tian Shaw is. Is the name of the mystery one. Okay. All right. I thought maybe it was the collective. No, no. It's just, she's just her, the entity. Okay. I got you. I got you. Next up, as we found out during this episode of TakeOver that we're going to review, of uh, NXT uh, that we're going to review, we got a million-dollar championship ladder match. As Cameron Grimes is going to take <laughs> on L.A. Knight in a ladder match for the million dollar title and to uh, carry on the million dollar legacy of Ted DiBiase. So, Miss Simi, who you got? I got Cameron Grimes. To the moon, baby. (laughs) Yes, I too am going to go with my man Cameron Grimes. Uh, And another match that was made during this week's NXT and a winner-takes-all match for the NXT Tag Team titles and the North American title. We got Bronson Reed teaming up with MSK to take on Legado Del Fantasma. Who didn't you? I say this was going to happen? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Look at that. No Sir David. They be Wait. listening to our um, shows and taking our booking ideas. Give us a consulting fee. <laughs> Yes, don't give us the job, just pay us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all I want. I just want the money. <laughs> uh, 
I thought we were just going to get a regular six-man tag on TV, but then they was like, nah, let's just put this on human growth hormone and up the stakes big time. Let's, like, turn up the notch a little bit. (laughs) Right. So who do you have? Who do you think is going to come out victorious? Oh, no. Okay. Champs retain, is what you're saying. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm going with Bronson Reed and MSK as well. I just don't see this big of a shift in the titles happening in one night and one match. But uh, yeah, yeah, that definitely could lead us to some, you know, another rematch between MSK and Legado and then our first Bronson Reed and Santos Escobar one on one match. So. Uh, we're going to have an NXT Women's Championship match as Raquel Gonzalez is defending the title against Ember Moon. I almost said Ember's Law, but I didn't want to make you Superman. You are. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, who you got? I got Raquel retaining. Okay. Um, With a little help from her friends or no? Yeah. I think... uh, my pink haired Dakota is going to sneak up in there. All right. Yeah, I think Raquel Gonzalez is going to retain as well, but I think it's going to be a very uh, hotly contested match. Ember Moon yeah. is going to give her uh, a good run. And then uh-huh. uh, our main event of the evening, NXT Championship match, Fatal Five-Way. Karrion Cross defending against Adam Cole, Bebe, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly. Who you got? Uh- I'm going to go with uh, Karrion Cross retaining. Uh, uh, even though he shouldn't, there's no way he should be able to, you know, outlast four of these men. But uh, I think that's Triple H's project right now, and he's going to uh, he's gonna get him over regardless. So It's okay to quit sometimes. <laughs> like, end this project. It's not good. You know how you have group projects, and some people do, like, most of the work? And then other people do nothing. Karen Cross does the nothing. You're doing so much. <laughs> Scarlett, so much. Karen Cross, nothing. And <laughs> so that is the lineup for Takeover in Your House this Sunday night, uh, starting at 7 p.m. Please use the hashtag CastTakeover to share your commentary with color with us. Uh, on this event should be a lot of fun uh very looking forward to that ladder match i think the and that uh mm-hmm. six man tag i think between yeah. those two matches those could be show stealers um yeah um for sure and y'all know it can't be a takeover or in your house without a ladder match y'all know Shawn michaels is not gonna allow that <laughs> no he's like there must be a ladder match in there somewhere. <laughs> Just like Poppy must be here. There has to be a ladder. 
So it's time for the show recap. As we open, uh, they show us the build to the NXT title match. And then we take a look at uh, some of the rest of the TakeOver card as well. Then it goes into Austin Theory versus Oni Lorcan. Oni Lorcan is set up for a top rope running springboard Spanish fly and a near fall by Austin Theory. Another trip to the floor sees a double clothesline. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Pete Dunne were at ringside, and then they start brawling. As the two of them get ejected, Oni Lorcan hits a half Nelson slam for the pin and the win over Austin Theory. This was a good match. Awesome for opening Austin match. Theory, he tried to do his little five, like like high, no look high, <laughs> no look high five, and then just oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his dad. <laughs> yeah, only Lorkin, man, he can have a good match with anybody, and and yeah. he's one of those guys where like if you hit him hard, it's no big deal. He's gonna hit you harder. So as, yeah. so as long as you can take it, he can take it. And uh, that's basically what they did in this match. I, I really like uh, Austin Theory finally having like a straight up match without all the comedy mm-hmm. and him acting all scared and stuff. And he actually went out right. there and showed what he can really do. I mean, he's really talented. I mean, he's still so young. Um, yeah. But he's, How old is he? He's like 23. Yeah, he's he's really young, but he's getting better. And the more that he can get these matches one on one against these guys who have a lot more uh, experience, it can only benefit him in the long run. Yeah, because they were scrapped. <laughs> like even when he um he, he got on the rope and he like tripped, mm-hmm. but, like he caught himself and then just went right back in the ring. Loved it. Very hard hitting, really good hard opener. We go to a vignette where we go to L.A. Knight's house to show his million-dollar legacy. Uh, he's got some women join him in the hot tub with champagne, so he can talk about how he's going to take out Cameron Grimes on Sunday. Then he gets in a rather expensive-looking car. Uh, one of the ladies closes the door, and L.A. Knight drives off. It was a little rude to his ladies. Like, hey, be nicer to them. They're out here giving you champagne and shit. Like, be nicer to your lady companion. <laughs> uh, we have a weird flashback of the week as Doc <laughs> Hendricks joins us for In Your House Slam Jam. Flash in the past, if you guys remember, you know, mid-90s WWE TV on Saturday mornings. Uh, Doc Hendricks was kind of like the guy who did the, like, weekend review show from the studio so that's a that's an old blast from the past uh that's fine here comes legato del fantasma they call out bronson reed so bronson reed comes out and of course he can't help himself he has them queue up um him running over santos escobar <laughs> last week so he you know gets in the ring three on one legato fantasma they're starting to circle like they're about to do something and then here comes miss simmy's faves msk Yay. To even up the score. So, as uh, Legado del Fantasma kind of retreating, Escobar gets on the mic and he throws out a challenge for the six man tag team titles and the uh, uh, North American title to be on the line in a six man tag team match at TakeOver. Uh, Bronson Reed and MSK, they agree to it. And then, of course, for one last uh, 
good measure, we see Santos Escobar getting squashed again. And then <laughs> as uh, Legado del Fantasma are kind of, uh, they've retreated, and now the champs are starting to walk out. Here comes Hit Row. And they yeah. their music hits, and they're walking down the aisle and swerve and shot and uh, I can't ever get his damn name right. Ashanti the Adonis and top <laughs> top dollar. They're all looking at the champions like mm-hmm, sizing them up. Uh, so yeah, this was really cool. You know, ships passing in the night type of deal. Loved it. Like when y'all are done with those three, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. We, we got next is basically kind of what they were uh, putting out there. Uh, so that leads us to Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Killian Dane. The downward spiral gives Scott a two count. Killian Dane is back in with the splash in the corner as the brawl breaks out on the floor. Top dollar catches Drake Maverick with an AA on the apron. So Scott kicks the distracted Killian Dane off the ropes. He hits a running kick to the head and Swerve Scott gets the win. Uh, continuing the uh, the winning streak and trajectory that Hit Row is on. Um, as we said last week, they have done a great job with these guys, uh, the whole collective from, you know, hey, them helping um, Swerve win the match over Leon Ruff to showing them leaving the arena together to the next week, having the vignette, explaining uh, who they are in the middle of the ring with a promo to, you know, last week's vignette when they're in the studio to this week, having them come out and win this match and the parking lot stuff they did last week as well. So I've just been super impressed with uh, everything that they've done with Hit Row. They haven't missed yet. That's how you build a faction. Like you have them just, you introduce, you introduce them, have them have their, like, a a good match and then they come talk some shit and then they keep beating people up that's what we need um the top dollar dude AJ Francis looks like he might actually have enough personality that he'll be able to grow into his wrestling skills uh huh um agreed and then I don't know if they're just going to have Brianna Brandy just be the mouthpiece and the brains or if she actually going to, if they're actually going to have her run up against somebody like maybe MSK and Bronson Reed, they find uh, somebody to kind of neutralize her once we get to that part of their situation. Uh, who would you nominate as a person who could maybe Cause you're always talking about how people need to have a home girl whenever, you know, they yeah. face the butcher and the blade for the bunny. So who yeah. would be, uh, somebody who could maybe, uh, counteract B fab that you would kind of nominate. Uh, oh, oh, this is hard. Thank you. Cause I'm thinking who, who would like have the same, kind of sparky chemistry with MSK? The correct answer is Beth Phoenix, but I don't think she's available for (laughs) interactions like that. She's too busy like shipping index. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Caden? Okay, okay. Or who else is here? Maybe if they build up um, 
um, Zeta Ramirez a little bit more. Okay, okay. Give her a little bit more zing. Okay, I like that. I like that. that. Um, it's time for Candice LeRae. She's super annoyed that Poppy is here. Uh, Indy Hartwell, she's too preoccupied to find Dexter Loomis. She runs off looking for him. Candace is like, why does this keep happening? They were never really even a thing. Oh, she's so upset. <laughs> oh, I love it. Now we see Cameron Grimes. He's talking about his million-dollar legacy. Uh, we start with Cameron Grimes hitting a cannonball into a swimming pool. He comes back up out of the water. He talks to the camera. He's looking between a woman's legs. Uh, then we get a camera cut, and Cameron Grimes is firing up a Cuban cigar with a $100 bill. But uh, he must have had something besides tobacco in that cigar because uh, <laughs> he started choking. Uh, he takes a swig of some very expensive liquor, which makes him cringe as well. Uh, so it's time for his massage. Uh, he's getting a massage, and all of a sudden we get a camera cut, and now he's giving the woman a massage, and he seems to be, you know, enjoying himself a lot more than when he was getting the massage. Uh, then he jumps in a very expensive-looking car and drives off so, as well because he says he's going to grab that uh, million-dollar title and take it straight to the moon. Oh, I love him. <laughs> what a bet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, these were some really cool vignettes. Another way to keep them um, on the show, but not necessarily uh, before they had their big sh showdown and basically a way that they didn't have to get physical as well. Yeah. But also, you know, get a chance to talk their shit and, you know, make their overtures to Ted. Mercy. And it showed, like, where each of them had the capacity to be to kind of, like, kind of... Um, Valid the legacy. Yeah, validate yeah. why they sh are even in the running for the legacy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mercedes Martinez comes out for her match, but Zia Lee jumps her from behind, and the big beatdown is on. Martinez fights back and sends Zia Lee over the barricade. Uh, so now we have the match. Ding, the bell rings. They lock up. Air raid crash. Bam, 16 seconds, and Mercedes yeah. Martinez just won. What were, what were they doing? Oh, I thought you were gone. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm still here. What, what, what was that? What? The match with Mercedes Martinez and Zia Lee, or the? Yeah. It really wasn't a match. It was more like a segment. Right. It was like a brawly brawl, and then that poor girl got squashed. <laughs> we didn't even get to know her name. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> you poor little local competitor. Yeah, she just um let's see. Actually, um that was her debut and I actually Oh no. Yeah, let me see if I can if it's still up in my on my internet cuz they actually told me who that was, but nope, I don't have a, I'm not on that page anymore. I'm not going to go try to find it. But yeah, that was her debut match, so uh hopefully we'll see more of her in a little bit better light so. than the next time cuz yeah, this was like grand opening, oh, grand she closing. Can throw <laughs> a kick, a suplex, <laughs> a guy, something. I ain't seen nothing. All she got was just like, knock down and bye. Yeah, oh, yeah. Me. She was, uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely a one and done situation. Um, uh, it looks like, uh, Motid underscore Reese agrees with you that Caden Carter would be the, uh, 
as a the prime candidate to oppose BFAB if we get to that yeah. situation. Um, Buzango, they talked about Imperium coming after them, and they don't like the propaganda videos that they've been seeing. Maybe Imperium is a little scared because Brizango has already beaten them. Oh, I love seeing Brizango back. And freaking Fandango kept popping out his chest. I was like, put it away. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> this is great. He kept calling him Marsupial. <laughs> and I was like, wait, Marcel? I was like, wait, you're going to correct me? He's like, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I don't know how I, I don't know how Mackenzie Mitchell can hold that microphone and not laugh at them. Because she's a professional. I know she's like the other blonde lady. <laughs> I know she's a professional, but they would have had to like, okay, let's run this back a couple of times. <laughs> and knowing Breezango, they probably changed the promo up so it keeps her laughing every time. So Yeah. They seem like those type of guys to me. Um Triple H and William Regal, they're in the bat with our guest of the night. It's Poppy. She's put together another NXT soundtrack. Triple H asks when the album drops, so Poppy pulls out her phone and then hits a button. Poppy says, right now. The album is plugged, and here's Dexter Loomis with a drawing for Poppy. So, of course, she hugs him and thanks him for the drawing, and wouldn't you know it, here comes Indy Hartwell seeing them embraced and all Indy can do is just huff and puff and scream and walk off. Dexter Loomis, this is the time for you to use your voice. <laughs> One time. <laughs> if there was ever a time for you to use words, use your words. <laughs> Say something. Say, uh, hey, it was just a thank you hug. Something. God damn it. Yeah, he's gonna send. I'm he's gonna send Indy into a mental institute if this keeps going up. She's just not gonna know what to do with herself. Um, this is why communication is important. <laughs> Cameron, Talk to each other, please. Cameron Grimes and L.A. Knight they arrive at the same time to the ring, or to the building, excuse me. And a guard comes in to say that Ted DiBiase is waiting for them in the ring. So after L.A. Knight can't tip the guy and Cameron Grimes won't, we cut to DiBiase in the ring asking them to join him. Uh, Cameron Grimes and L.A. Knight, uh, they come out. DiBiase says that uh, they need to climb the ladder to success. So a solid gold ladder comes down from the ceiling and Knight seems cool with all of this. He promises to run over the hillbilly to get here, but Grimes doesn't like that name. This is actually pretty funny. <laughs> this promo <laughs> Cameron Grimes talks about how he can do everything in between these ropes he cannot be beaten you can take his clothes and his legacy but he is taking the million dollar legacy to the moon Cameron Grimes starts climbing the ladder and asks what is he reaching for D.B. Ossie is glad that he asked and tells the guys to bring it in so two security guards bring in a case containing the million dollar title <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they refurbished it with some brand new Kubrick Zirconian. It was shining bright. See how pretty it looks? <laughs> AEW Women's Championship <laughs> designer. Uh, the gold ladder was a nice touch, too. Yes, it was. I enjoyed this segment. This was good. Yeah, yeah. Ted DiBiase has actually brought a lot to the show. 
Um, yes, yes. Especially with, especially like I said, if you guys check out that What's Next show um, with um, Alicia Taylor and Mackenzie Mitchell. Um, yeah, he's been all over that show in various ways, and it's really good. Did you see the one where uh, Alicia Taylor stole the money from him? No. <laughs> she was like, uh, it was the one that I showed you where they found out who was the backer, where Cameron Grimes was trying to act like it was him. But it uh-huh. was really the Million Dollar Man. So the next week, they, like, got to thank him or whatever. Uh-huh. And so, like, um, so Mackenzie is like, I, t- I can't believe you actually stole money from our benefactor. It's like, what do you mean? I didn't take any money from our benefactor. And then it's like, you didn't? And then they showed a replay of, like, <laughs> um, uh, Alicia Taylor, like, grabbing a couple hundred dollars and running away from it. She, and she was just like, uh-huh. and then she's just looking at the camera like, Okay, you nope. got me. You got me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, they have. It's like that Dave Chappelle gift right. where he knocks over the glass of water. <laughs> right, right. They have really good chemistry together. I enjoy that that little show. It's like, you know, seven, eight minutes, and they, uh-huh. they hit around a bunch of stuff, and Mackenzie goes full heel on Everrise every week, so it's good. Yes. <laughs> um. Kyle O'Reilly and Karrion Cross that have to be held apart in the back when a ticked off William Regal comes in and says they need to cool it down. You know William Regal wasn't trying to have it this week after the week he had last week. He was like, y'all need to be on y'all's best behavior now. <laughs> His stats were too high. <laughs> yeah, I know. couldn't do it again. Had to get my had to get my blood pressure pills uh, <laughs> renewed after last week. Messing with y'all out here. <laughs> uh, we get an announcement that Everrise they're going to join the TakeOver pre-show they're going to be hosting it um, pre-pre-show yeah pre-pre-show excuse me so <laughs> don't even know what that means but yeah so it's, uh, they, they've gotten the old Elias gimmick where uh-huh. they show up everywhere and they talk a lot of trash and they almost get into fights but they never have to wrestle they're so funny. That's the best way to collect the check. You just come on, you talk some shit, you collect your money, you go home. That's it. Perfect gig. <laughs> My faves, the grizzled young veterans, they're taking on Passion. August Gray. And I'm going to try to say this gentleman's name. Eichmann Girio. I don't know. Somebody will correct me. Uh, who? Yeah, don't ask me. Yeah. Uh, basically, they're a 205 live tag team that has, oh, okay. I guess had some success. I don't know. You'll have to take my word on it or find somebody who watched 205 live on a more consistent basis. It was all going so well for Grizzled Veterans. Now August Gray had to stay wanting to make a name for himself. We know Mr. Regal is all about giving opportunities. What a win this will be for Giro and Gray. Well, Gray all fired up. Gray to the top rope. Walking, talking, flying through the air. High cross body, one straight down. But once again, you have to blame that pair, Jambo Sancho. 
Oh, you don't blame anybody. The Grizzly Young Veterans took that off the ball. And now Gray looking to put the finishing touches on the matchup. Breaks put out for a moment and what a left-handed close. They did not take their eye off the ball. They had their eyes taken yeah. off the ball by Chopper and Thatcher. Chopper and Thatcher knew exactly what they were doing. Nobody was forcing them to get in their heads, get under their skin. GYV better uh -oh. check themselves. Oh, Gray gets nice. one. Took it to Mayhem. Right in front of Thatcher and Champa. But here they are, lingering like a bad smell. We are here for MSK and the tag team titles. We have already proven that we are a better tag team than you. And all you have proven is that you are two hooligans. Y'all don't seem to get it, do you? You ain't getting no NXT tag team title shot unless y'all go through us. Nah, nah, you are not listening, you idiot! You, hey, 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 hey! Whoa! It's kicking off in here. There'll be none of that! Listen, listen! If it's a scrap you want, then it's a scrap you will get, but I promise you, you are not gonna enjoy this! So how about next week, we forget about tag rules. We make this tornado rules, and we sell this the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned the old way. Well, GYV, let me tell you something. There's, there's three things you should know about Toothless Timmy and I. One, we just happen to love tornadoes. Two, we ain't need no tags. And three, we sure as hell don't need to wait until next week to whip you boys. Oh boy! Oh, you said it was kicking off, Barrett. Oh, they're bailing out of here at a rapid oh. speed. Oh, Grizzled Young Veterans oh. from oh. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm going to enjoy breaking your limb. Tornadoes, no tags, broken limbs. Grizzled Young Veterans, Toothless Timmy, Old Man Champa. Enjoyed them a lot. They're the best. I don't know why they can't get this tag team match with MSK for the titles, a rematch from the Dusty Classic, and they got to go through all this other stuff with Ciampa and Thatcher. I mean, you know, it's time for them to get moved up the ranks here, but. That's right. That's what I like. Be like, you're not going to beat me. Who do you think I am? Prince Puma? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we look at Pete Dunn and Oni Lorcan injuring Bobby Fish's arm again uh, from War Games. Uh, Bobby Fish is in training in the back and says that he isn't done with Oni Lorcan. Oh, dum dum dum. Here comes. I... <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I just said let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> so Candice Array pops up. She is not happy. She's very annoyed with Poppy. Indy Hartwell ran off crime because of Poppy, so now it's time for Poppy to learn. So you have to come out here right now or be introduced to the parking lot. Uh-oh. Y'all know what the parking lot, most dangerous place in, in wrestling, the NXT parking lot. So out comes Poppy. Yeah, Poppy comes out 
And, you know, we Poppy's a performer. She's a special guest. She's not here for the fisticuffs. Uh, she's not interested in doing any fighting. But, so, but she has someone who is. It's the returning Eo Shirai. And Eo says she's yes! glad to go up against Candice LeRae. Yeah. So glad to see my girl back. Yes. Well deserved break uh, for Io Shirai uh, after carrying uh, the NXT women's division and, and for the most part, NXT uh, uh-huh. during the pandemic. Uh, so glad to see her back running alongside Poppy. And they know that Candace and Io Shirai will always deliver a banger match no matter what the circumstances are. So. Absolutely. This should be fun. Uh, with the return of Io Shirai, I'm guessing in an unrelated form, we're probably getting close to the return of Sasha Banks as well because they've been out about the same amount of time. Oh, I miss Sasha so much. At least we got to see like Io Shirai have like a little vignette talking about, hey, I'm about to go on this vacation for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then Frankie Monet tried to be like, you know, tried to play her. She was like, but I will come back and beat your ass though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like cats. <laughs> um, Doc Hendricks gives us another slam jam for In Your House. Um, Doc Hendricks, Michael PSAs, he can still talk that talk, man. That was always his best suit. Yeah. He wasn't that strong of a wrestler. And, you know, he was passable, but yeah, his deal was always the promos uh-huh. and he still got it. Um, I like it late night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But did I not lie about L.A. Night? I told you what to expect. You didn't lie. I believed you. <laughs> I didn't think you were lying to me. Yeah, just the, but the confirmation came rather quickly. Yeah. I just want him to just go, let me talk to you. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. He always does say that part, too. And just talking third person. Great. Uh, during the commercial break, Poppy and Io Shirai, they had the ships passing in the night as they ran into Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Yay! So that leads us to Dakota Kai versus Ember Moon. Ember Moon is back up top, but she uh, reverses her victory roll into a powerbomb for a two count, and Dakota Kai takes a breather on the floor. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez tries a cheap shot, but that doesn't work. So Ember Moon hits a suicide dive to take them both out. But that's enough for Raquel Gonzalez, who comes in to interrupt the match. And of course, that is a disqualification. So after the match, the beatdown is on. But Ember Moon counters the lifting powerbomb into a stunner. The Eclipse leaves Raquel Gonzalez laying, and Ember Moon hoes up the NXT women's title. Raquel stole the shit out of that Eclipse. <laughs> she was laid out. Like, did not get him not at once. This um, was a great match. Via a fan's inquiry and a quote tweet, it appears that Shotzi Blackheart is injured. Yep. Don't know That's what right. she's injured. <laughs> Maybe uh, Mo to the underscore Reese can tell us in the Mo Meltzer segment. Uh, if he finds finds out what exactly it is that she's hurt, but yeah, that sucks. Even though we knew that was very inevitable with her style. Uh-huh. Man, Lord Jesus, this is why you're on the list, Shasi. Jesus Christ. 
really like this Dakota in Ember match. Like, it didn't do that thing where Dakota is always getting beat up and then just keeps having to fight. She was really dominant, like a lot of this. But, well, Captain the Team Kick showed out. Loved it. And Miss Amber Moon, she's just looking better and better. And she didn't do any cheesy shit that, like, took me out of the match. Except when she slid out and was like, TCP, Amber's on. I was like, stop it. <laughs> and then someone else on the commentary said, and I was like, don't. You don't know what it means either. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, she's finally getting back into ring shape. You can see it. Um, it's so crystal clear compared to when she first came back and was uh, in the yeah. tag team matches with Shotzi. You know, she was still trying to, you know, get into ring shape, figure out just what she can and can't do with that Achilles, gaining confidence in it. And, yeah, uh, yeah we definitely have passed that point now. And, uh, yeah, she's starting to kind of gear it back up to where she was before she got injured. Um, yeah, because that eclipse is still the best fucking finish. I love it so much. It's so good. And when the person knows how to take it, yes, it's so cool. Karrion Cross says the four challenges have been given the opportunity to face him tonight. They don't have to wait until Sunday to feel what it is like to be flatlined, though. And now is their chance to find out what it would be like TikTok. William Regal is in the ring with Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Regal rants about how he is the GM around here and Cross isn't taking over the show. Cross says this place has been out of control for a long time now, so he wants the four challengers out here right now. Kyle O'Reilly oh, comes. You. <laughs> the NXT champion, he feels like he's got Kerblanche because he's got the big. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly comes out to say that Karrion Cross has the skin, the thinnest skin he has ever seen, and it's a matter of time before he snaps. Johnny Gargano comes out and he stands on the announcer's table. He talks about how Cross shouldn't let a guy in a jean jacket talk about him that way. Karrion Cross isn't Johnny Takeover, but he should go choke out O'Reilly right now. Karrion Cross calls Gargano a mark and offers him a beating of his own. That's when Pete Dunne comes out to say he is tired of waiting and promises to win the title on Sunday. Adam Cole, baby, the smartest one, pops up on the video screen to say <laughs> the unbeatable Cross. Uh, to say that he beat the unbeatable cross verbally last week, which is definitely uh, facts, all facts. Yeah, uh, Karrion, facts, facts. He says Karrion Cross is scared to face him, and uh, he knows that Adam Cole can beat any of the rest of them again to become NXT champion again. He says, you'll see on Sunday, and goes away off the screen. O'Reilly says, clearly Adam Cole is too much of a bitch to be here tonight. Uh, he gets in carrying across his face and a beat down is on with security getting beat up as well. Security winds up holding carrying across so the other three can uh, get some licks in on him. Carrying across is back up to run O'Reilly over uh, and he eventually stands tall until Adam Cole, baby, runs in for a super kick to the back of the head and the last shot. Adam Cole stands tall to end the show. Um, Again, looking like the biggest baby face of them all. Uh, yep. After it was all done. But like I said, the smartest one of them all, Adam Cole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I saw his face show up on our big ass screen, I was like, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Don't you show up? And then I knew he was going to sneak it because the lights went down. I was like, oh, he coming. He coming. <laughs> did, did... I know Karrion Cross must be sick of getting stunned. Every single week. 
in every single feud. And he got stunned four times in one night. I was like, I know you sick. Ugh, I'm sick for you. Like, I enjoy it. <laughs> I was going to ask you if that final segment did any more or less to get your interest up in the match. I'm interested if it's those four minus him. Like, he can go, like, be slumped up in the corner and give me Cole, Gargano, Pete Dunne, and, uh, and Kyle O'Reilly. Give me those four. I don't care about character. Go away. I care about Scar. Scar can just be in the middle, just smoldering and picking out who she wants, who, who she kind of wants to, to be stolen away from. Yeah, you know? there you go. You're still you're always promoting this steal Scarlet away from Karrion yeah. Cross storyline. I told you I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> it's gonna keep going until it happens. Because he's boring and stale. <laughs> steal her away. I thought this was a really strong episode. I thought the the end was kind of a little long, but it got it to where it needed to be with Adam Cole, you know, again, showing out and being yep. the star of all stars uh, to end the show. Uh, but I thought they did a lot of good stuff building up, uh, you know, the middle of the takeover car with the million dollar title match, the uh, six man tag, all belts on the line match. That's going to be fun. Um, Zia Lee getting her summer Mercedes Martinez. So that match is now going to be a part of takeover this weekend. So, yeah, I thought they did a really good job in this, uh, go home episode and, um, definitely looking forward to takeover on Sunday. Same Your match of the night or any commentary you want to add before we do the shout outs and thank yous and then, uh, get some of the feedback from the Twitter spaces. Match of the night was Ember Moon and Dakota. I really, really loved that match. Thought it was so good. Loved the brawl afterward. I loved the talking segment at the end with Karen Cross just getting stunned all the time. That's great. So I'm very excited for In Your House. And then so, so happy to see my EO Sharada. Yes, jump off thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, I agree with you. I definitely was uh, happy to see Io Shirai, of course. Um, always a favorite here on this podcast. Uh, like the continuation of the Dexter Loomis, Indy Hartwell situation with just, you know, involving Poppy from Candace LeRae. Yeah, from Candace LeRae's uh, perspective, you know, Poppy being here and then getting in the mix and messing up Indy's night. Um, really like what they did with Hit Row. Continue to like what they're doing with them um you know really wasn't a lot of wrestling wrestling on this show like we're normally used to it was more um you know segments and, and setting things up so um you know we didn't get our normal you know really wrestling heavy show but like you said ember moon and dakota kai they have really good chemistry together even in the tag team yeah, match yeah. um they, they really had some uh, good things going on so um, very interested to see Raquel Gonzalez and Ember this weekend. Um, see if they can put up something very close or similar to what Dakota and Ember did on this uh, episode of NXT. So definitely appreciate everyone who used the hashtag 
NXT cast and shared their commentary with color on the show this past week. Definitely always a lot of fun to see everybody's tweets and uh, commentary with color. We definitely enjoy it very much. So, Miss Simi, at this time, I'm going to turn it over to you for your feedback, for your uh, shout-outs and thank yous as well. Well, again, solid show. It was a lot of storyline building, but I like that because, you know, um, the takeover is coming, so I like that. So I, They're really good at, like, building a storyline. They give you, like, good matches, and then, but, like, the segments are really weaving everything together. So I like that. So... Shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the CFPN family. Shout out to the WrestleCast family. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to see us first of all. Shout out to you guys in the hashtags. I love your commentary. Always makes me laugh. I go back to read it all the time. And shout out to Sasha Banks. Because I miss her. Come back. Well, thank you once again, Miss Simi, for joining me here on the NXT cast. I greatly appreciate your time this week and every week here on the podcast. Uh, shout out to uh, Miss Six Foot Apple and Mr. Mozart underscore Reese who are joining us live on the Twitter Spaces as we are recording the podcast uh, live through Twitter Spaces, so anybody can listen to us. And uh, we're about to turn it over to the Twitter Spaces for some commentary here shortly once this is over and done. Uh, again, join us this Sunday. Use the hashtag CastTakeover to share your commentary with color on TakeOver in your house. Uh, thank you to Mo to the underscore Reese for helping me with the raw cast this week. I hope everybody checked that out. Uh, Jade to the Max with SmackDown Matters. Um, Mr. Anwar Starwin, we reviewed Dominion, where we saw a new IWGP heavyweight champion crowned uh, as Will Ospreay had to vacate the title due to his broken neck. Um, so we reviewed that card and, uh, you know, all the things that are happening in New Japan or may not be happening in New Japan due to their state of emergency there. Uh, thank you to everyone who joins us for the AEW uh, hashtag live tweet every week. Also to the patrons who listen to the reviews of AEW Dynamite each and every week to become a patron and listen to those podcasts and the extra content. Go over to patreon.com forward slash CSPN media and become a patron. Uh, you can get that content for as little as $1 a month. Also head over to CSPN.us. Click on the tab that says, keep our podcast free. Do some shopping with our sponsors to help keep the podcast free each and every week. Shout out to all the Russell Bays and all the members of the globe. We definitely appreciate your support. And uh, we are looking forward to talking to you guys next week. So for my co-host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. We'll see you next time. Ted, I'm just going to cut right to the point. It's been abundantly clear since I set foot here in NXT, I stand head and shoulders above everybody walking the wrestling earth. So this Sunday, whether I need to walk into this ring and knock that clown's head off, or whether I need to climb this ladder rung by rung to prove it, there is no hill I won't climb or hillbilly I won't step on because there's only one man who can carry that million dollar legacy and it's not this hill jack, it's me. And why is that? Because whose game is it? It's LA Knight's game. 
when Cameron Grimes is in between these ropes. When Cameron Grimes is in between these turnbuckles. When Cameron Grimes is in front of these people. Cameron Grimes cannot be beat. So take my money. Take, take my faith. Cause I'm gonna take that million dollar legacy straight to be reaching for. So Ted, I need to tell you, what am I reaching for, Ted? Ted, well, what's Cameron, be at the top, Ted? Well, Cameron, I'm glad you asked. Tell me, Ted. Gentlemen, bring it in. Gentlemen, I want you to know that the both of you will fight, crawl, grab, Use every fiber of energy and every muscle in your body. Just so you could have this. <laughs> and this Sunday, and in your house, Whoever wins this ladder match will have become the new million.